This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. St. Augustine famously wrote, Our hearts are restless until they rest in God. But it seems like if we listen to the scriptures for today and indeed to the message of Christmas itself, God's heart is also restless until it rests in ours. In our first lesson for Sunday from 2 Samuel 7, there's a lot of restlessness. King David is in a new house and he wants the same for God. David wants to build a temple for God. David says, Here I am living in a great house of cedar, but the Lord God, creator of the universe, has to camp out in a tent. And indeed, this is the way God has been moving around. Symbolized by the Ark of the Covenant, the chest containing the stone tablets of the Ten Commandments, God has moved around with God's people with great care. But God doesn't want a house, not yet anyway. God's not ready. God says, no, David, I've got something else in mind. I've not lived in a house since the day I brought up the people of Israel from Egypt to this day, but I have been moving about in a tent and a tabernacle. I will make you a house, a dwelling to last forever. We can see from God's conversation with King David that God has a special place in mind. People thought then and sometimes now that God meant a physical place, a building, or a city, or a stretch of land, or a country. But God means a person. God has a special place for Mary as a tabernacle, as a dwelling place, as a home from which other homes will also be born. Karl Barth, perhaps the greatest Reformed theologian of the 20th century, wrote about Mary as the moment in our history when we were cleared of our sin, made holy by grace, and made ready to receive God's presence, God's incarnation. Bart wrote of Mary as that moment when God brings all these things together for us. And that moment is extended and reflected upon in today's Gospel from Luke 1, 26 through 38. God chooses Mary as the new temple, the place to be born, to live and to grow. This happens not so much that Jesus can be a good guy, a human, touch people for a few years and then die a criminal's death on the cross. No, instead, God moves through the cross and brings Jesus to new life, continuing the story of salvation through the power of the cross. The cross redeems Adam and Eve. The cross raises Jesus and redeems Mary, the new Eve. And in so doing, the cross creates a way for us. We remember in this season especially that God had a place for Mary. But the really good news is that God wants a place with us as well. We are not accidents. We did not just happen. Since the beginning of time, God has imagined you and desired you and loved you. God wants to be born anew in you and me and all the world, so that the angels might have even more to sing about. St. Ambrose, the 5th century bishop of Milan, wrote a commentary on the Gospel of Luke, and in it he urges us to Let Mary's soul be in each of you to proclaim the greatness of the Lord. Let her spirit be in each to rejoice in the Lord. 
Christ has only one mother in the flesh, but we all bring forth Christ in faith. Every soul receives the word of God. Our soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, just as Mary's soul magnified the Lord and her spirit rejoiced in God her Savior. Christians the world over sometimes refer to Mary as full of grace, but the Blessed Virgin Mary is full of grace so that we might be too. Mary is blessed so that we might be blessed. Mary is made holy so that we might make be made holy. In this strange year of Christmas during COVID, most of us will be celebrating a much more homey Christmas, though we will miss the caroling, the parties, the big gatherings, the packed church services. In some ways, this year perhaps invites us to be a little closer to that first Christmas. Think about Mary and Joseph. They had no real home. They didn't know what the future would bring, much less tomorrow. They had to live as refugees for a time, depending on strangers, totally dependent on God. On this fourth Sunday of Advent, may we welcome God into our lives to fill the homes of our hearts so that Christ will be born in new ways in us. Let us pray. Purify our conscience, Almighty God, by your daily visitation, that your Son, Jesus Christ, at his coming, may find in us a mansion prepared for himself, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Calvin Dutois sings the song Open Up by the contemporary group called The Brilliance.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.